Mamas, we're back. This is Ariana Evans, and you are listening to I See You Mama, a podcast where we talk mom to mom about the things that matter to us. And uh, if you have been listening all along, you'll know that we took a big fat break in July because I just couldn't do it anymore while my kids were home in my face every day. I love them, they're beautiful. They never leave me by myself. (laughs) So this is um, sort of a reflective podcast. It's going to be a short one. Um, But I want to uh, talk about like what we've done so far and and what's coming up um, this semester, if we call it a semester. I don't know what we're going to call. I don't know what I'm going to call it. And why am I talking in the third person? We is just me. Sometimes I have a co-host, and often I have a guest, but we is just me, Ariana. Um, So, uh, this summer was a glorious mess. We traveled a lot, me and the kids, and um, I don't think my kitchen floor was mopped one time, which I just did, shockingly. Um, it was gross. <laughs> there was a lot of sweeping and a lot of like, oh, I'm going to squirt that with some stuff and scrub it up. But, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in the process of doing all the things that could not get done with three children right here in the house with me all the time. I love them. They're beautiful. I'm, I need some space. <laughs> so my friend, um, Jamie, calls this having TMK, too many kids, which I don't think I have too many. I have just the right amount. I would have had more, but Hubs was like, uh, no. (laughs) When the last one was born, I was 36, and he was like, we're going to be old. He already thinks he's old, so that's just his deal. He's not old. Baby, for listening, you're not old. I'm not old. I'm only 42. I got another, like, whole 42 years to go, or more. I'm planning on a long, I'm planning on a hundred. I got stuff to do, y'all. So we had a glorious summer. We traveled a lot. We spent most of our time when we were not traveling at our local pool, swimming our faces off. And that counts as bathing them, right? Right? It's chlorinated, some chlorine chemicals. They're clean, right? Clean. Yeah, I would say they're clean. Um, And I did get to record a couple of podcasts while We were on while I, not the we, not the queen, while I was on break from the podcast. And so those will be coming up. But I, some of them are kind of a heavier topic. And um, in in line with my sweet friend Christy, who asked me if every single one of my podcasts was going to make her cry. I hope not. So I wanted to do a lighter one. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, this one will probably not make you cry. I'm just saying. So I thought, I don't have a guest this week. And to make it lighter, I thought um, I would talk about something I'm kind of passionate about. There are lots of things. <laughs> this podcast, um, music. And one thing I really, really enjoy and love is um, reading and writing. Um, I'm in the process of writing three of my own children's books, which may or may not ever see the light. We'll see. Hopefully, uh, I have a million things in my head as projects that I may or may never get to. 
Um, this summer I'm also participating in this really cool thing. Um, it's FAWM, which stands for February Album Writing Month, .org, if you want to check it out. So um, in February, people get together um, in sort of an online community, and we write 14 songs in 28 days, which sounds insane, but it is really fun, and they don't have to be good songs, <laughs> which is key. Um, it's... Uh, I sort of liken it to the story of um, there's this folk tale about um, a potter, two students who wanted to be master potters and for one group of students he gave, he said to the student, the master said to the student um, you will be judged by what you create so each piece has to be exquisite and beautiful and perfect and the other one, I don't know if I'm remembering this whole story wrong, but the other the other group was just based on the weight of pottery they created, like a thousand pounds of pottery, and if they got a thousand pounds, they'd get an A or whatever. There was, of course, in this folktale, probably no grades. I'm making all of this up. It's just this story that's floating around in my head. Anyway, so um, the the sort of consensus was that the group that made the thousand pounds of pottery made almost as good, if not better, pottery than the the group that only focused on the exquisite detail and doing each piece perfectly because you get better. The moral of the story <laughs> is you get better by doing. So um, all that to say, there's another part that starts in July and it's 50 songs in 90 days. And um, I've been participating in that and I'm probably not going to get 50, but I'm aiming for 50, which is really fun. Um, and the stuff that comes out is surprising and weird and different, and it pushes me to try different genres and different styles, and there's challenges, and there's song prompts, and um, it's a very positive community where everybody gets on, and they you post, even it's like the crappiest demo ever uh, recorded on your phone. Actually, I used to do that, and now I've gotten a little bit better because I have this whole setup which is really nice, and then I get to do sort of proper demos and put them out, and then people say what they like about it, and then they're not allowed to be ugly, which is nice, because um, I don't need anybody to be an ugly about my songs. <laughs> so um, I'm participating in that, so there's um, music and literature, and I think what I want to talk about this podcast is uh, I just kind of want to give you an overview of like what we as a family read this summer, um, and it'll sound like a whole lot, but you have to also remember that we go to Texas every summer and it is a 10 to 12 hour drive down there and we don't do screens <laughs> because I'm crazy. I don't know why we don't do screens. Um, we listen to audiobooks, and so this will be, I'll do it in sections. So like audiobooks that the kids loved, books that I loved. Um, cause I also get to listen to books. So anyway, to say that we went to Texas, we drove a lot and then to go from family to family to family when we visit all my people, we drive a lot. So we'd listen to a lot of audiobooks. So, uh, yeah. So I'm going to do kids books that we loved together as audiobooks. Um, and then books that I got to listen to by myself that I really enjoyed that, um, were really just beautiful things, uh. And then some podcasts that the kids and I are loving right now, and then some podcasts that I personally am loving right now. So um, I'm going to talk about that, and we're going to go in sections. And this may not be your jam, but I love 
um, kids' literature, and I'm really passionate about teaching my children to be um, savvy in the way of being readers. So, okay, let's start, and you'll hear me clicking around, because um, I've written this a lot. Um, let's start with kids' books that we loved um, via audiobook. So, uh, our I'm going to go from the last one that we listened to the first one we listened to this summer. So, the last one we did was Winter House by Ben Gutterson, Gutterson. Um, and it was very, it was a good story, but read aloud, it was a little slow, and I had some creepy parts that my kids were like, ah, and my little kids, my six and eight-year-olds who have bad dreams if they hear creepy things, but all in all, it was like the art on the cover really drew me in, and the story was really interesting, the art inside is really beautiful, um, because I kind of look it up later if we're listening to... Um, an audiobook, if there's some part that we're missing because we're not seeing the pages, that's helpful to me. Um, the one that we always listen to every trip, every trip it feels like, is Chitty Chitty Bang Bang by Ian Fleming, who you will also know as the author of the James Bond series. So this whole series, so he, Ian Fleming wrote the first one, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and then another t artist or author sort of took up the mantle later in 2011 and wrote Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Flies Again, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang and the Race Against Time, and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang Over the Moon. Now, I should, and those are all by Frank Cottrell Boyce. Cottrell, Cottrell, I don't know. I'm butchering his name, I'm sure. Frank Cottrell Boyce. It's hyphenated. Um, and all of them are read by David Tennant, who, if you don't know who David Tennant is, he was one of the doctors in Doctor Who. He's a character in Harry Potter. He's from Scotland. I really love his accent. And I enjoy <laughs> everything that he reads. And they're the, the, okay, so Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the book, is nothing at all, at all, like that Disney movie, which I just found out was written by another favorite author of mine, Roald Dahl, who wrote the script. And I feel a little betrayed, Mr. Dahl, because that book was insipid. I mean, not the book, the movie. <laughs> I did not enjoy it, but I really enjoy Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. And my favorite part is David Tennant does the, the sound of Chitty, Chang, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang's horn, like this, ga-goo-ga! And every time, so it's a klaxon horn, every time he does that, my kids laugh out loud, which is my favorite sound in the world. So, worth it to hear that, even though we've heard that song, probably, or that song, that that book probably five times now yeah at least um we listened to the great brain by john fitzgerald which i remember loving as a kid but aged in a funny way especially especially the parts about like boys fighting and it being like shameful to tell your parents that you weren't like the you know toughest kid i don't know it was very weird my kids were like this is a strange book but it was an interesting sort of glimpse of that time period from that point of view, from a kid's point of view. Uh, the next book we listened to was called By the Great Horned Spoon, which my kids then said that phrase unendingly for like a week. Um, that was written by Sid Fitzgerald and was read aloud by a full cast, but it was really funny. Um, there's also a Disney movie about that, about it, which they changed the title to The, Adventure, the Adventures of Bullwhip Griffin. And it, my kids were like, what? This isn't what we read. I'm like, I know, babe. I know. Disney. Let's, don't get me started. Okay. 
this is a lot. This is a lot of books. I recognize that, and uh, thanks for bearing with my list. Um, we read Matilda and Char, or we listened to Matilda and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, both by Roald Dahl. That dude, I love Roald Dahl, and I love all his books, but he had serious issues. Like <laughs> every grown up was like horrible. And we also read aloud the Twits, and my kids were like, "Ee!" I'm like, "I know," but it's it's such a good story. So <laughs> he's it's it, they're weird stories, but we really enjoy them. Um, a new series that we had never heard of before, but sort of downloaded by chance. My kids, I sort of read titles aloud to my kids of like available books from our library, which is how we download all these books. Um, and this one was called Levin Thumps and the Gateway to Foo by Obert Skye. We had never heard of this one before, but we enjoyed it. Um, so I don't like to say that we discovered it because we are not discovering things. Somebody else wrote this and we actually came to the part in our lives where we happened upon this work, but it's been out there for a while, I'm sure. Um, we listened to Nanny McPhee Returns, which there's a film about, and the book is a funny, so it set up, it's read aloud by Emma Thompson, who reads it all in a very British voice, and it's very nice and very lovely, and she does all the things, but she alternates between um, telling the story and then talking about it's sort of like a journal of her time when she's filming it. So she wrote the screenplay and wrote this book and then wrote sort of her journalistic where she explains a lot about movies and that's pretty interesting too. But I love, I could listen to her like read a cereal box. It's really, I love her voice. <laughs> um, we listened to, well this was before summer. We listened to part of the How to Train Your Dragon series by Cressida Cowell. And you will also know that title. There's ton, There's like three or four movies and like TV shows and all that stuff. But this is the original series written, written, written by Cressida Cowell, read aloud by fangirl, again, David Tennant, who does all the voices. And we actually listen to, I think there's like 11 books, um, but we listen to, to them so much that as like a two-year-old... Peter, my youngest, started speaking words with a Scottish accent, which <laughs> that'll tell you how much we read these, and because we're nerds. Um, and the last series I want to talk about is this really kind of creepy but cool, but not so creepy that you're like, I don't know what's happening. Um, it's the Magic Shop series by Bruce Coville. And... Um, they're, most of them are read by a full cast, which is really cool. And then they're just, are like, it's humorous, but it makes you think. And um, they tie in, like, history. They tie in mythology. They tie in magic and moral. And, and it's just a really cool series. Um, there's, like, four or five. I can't remember now. Um, but it starts with. I think it's Jeremy Thatcher, Dragon Hatcher, but the one that my kids like the most is the Dragon's Ring. Um, and there's just some really, really funny parts in there that they will repeat over and over and over again. Anyway, okay, so that was my kid list. Now we're going to talk about um, my list of books that I like. So that actually that I actually got to read um, that I will recommend. 
So the first one um, I got to read, or actually listen to, uh, was uh, called Inspired. And the, the, I don't know what the next, the, anyway, the whole title is Inspired, Slaying Giants, Walking on Water, and Loving the Bible Again by Rachel Held Evans. Um, and I jokingly, uh, with my dad, call these books that we like to read together, which are often theological books, um, the Heretics Book Club, because <laughs> they're the faith tradition that I grew up in um, and was part of for a long time. Uh, has problems with a lot of different people. Like if if your if your flavor of religion doesn't match my flavor, well then you're a heretic. Which I am like, what? <laughs> okay, not everybody's gonna get it right all the time, y'all. So this one was particularly really good and written by Rachel Held Evans, um, who was a mom and lived not very far from me away. And uh, actually, she passed away this summer very unexpectedly and listening to her read this book I felt like I was listening to like I was chit-chatting with a friend it was just so real and honest and beautiful um and I got kind of weepy that I couldn't call her up or like go down to her little Tennessee town and be like I want to just have coffee and talk about this book you wrote and um yeah, so it was really good for someone like me who comes from like a long faith tradition and sort of struggling with that and what that means in my everyday life and in how I walk out in the world and how I continue to practice my faith tradition, which I do talk a lot about on the show. And um, for those of you who are not religious at all, that's okay. Um, but I, that's just kind of where like my history and what I like to talk about and what I like to read about is theology books. <laughs> which I don't know why but um so the the second book was called the four it's not actually a book it's a series of lectures on audible by um uh, Dr. Ann Alexander Shia and this one was called the four gospel journey so it was really a cool perspective um I love to hear people sort of expound in new ways about um biblical texts and how they perceive them and like coming from a different point of view of history and a different sort of like worldview that not everything is a white evangelical American worldview. And when we see the world that way, we kind of are missing out on the other facets of um, our specific faith tradition. Anyway, my specific faith tradition. Uh, the next book I really dug into was called Mothers and Daughters and Body Image by Hilary McBride. So uh, on this podcast, you can't see me, but I'm a big old mama. And that has been something I've struggled with my whole life. And this really, really was helpful to me. I'm raising, of course, an oldest daughter and then sons, but really not wanting to pass on this like struggle with my body image to her and how I can teach her and help her and give her tools to navigate a world which will still tell her that's where her worth comes from as they told me before her um but she has this concept that's really I find really beautiful is that I'm building a ladder like there's there's a place that she can climb to that I can't get to yet um, but I can build a ladder for her to go. So the whole book was just really this beautiful um, sort of self-reflective, like 
interviews and research and it was just a really cool book um for someone like me who struggles with that I really enjoyed it she comes from a very therapeutic background she practices therapy anyway so it was worth a very worthy read and the final book that I actually got to read this summer because shockingly I sometimes got to read uh, was called The Creative Habit, Learn It and Use It for Life, A Practical Guide by Twyla Tharp. Um, and it's exactly what it is. She expounds on her um, getting into the habit of creating. There's a lot of other books that are really sort of in this genre. Um, the Artist's Way, it's very, it's very much about like talking about your creative voice. But you know what? I have to say, as moms, sometimes we don't have time for that. You know what I mean? Like we, like I would love to get up and do my morning pages every morning, and write for ten minutes and journal and 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 create and take time and meditate and blah 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 blah. But let's be real, that might happen when all my children are in college, because right now I have to get up at five thirty just to go hoof it around the neighborhood so I can feel strong and healthy in my body and then get everybody else up and make dinner and I mean make breakfast and then everybody's off to school anyway so you can hear the the dishwasher in the background because I'm I'm doing chores <laughs> while the children are at school and recording so that's my tr real life anyway so it was a really good read but it was uh, I, re I recognize, like, not everybody has space in their life for that, to continue to pursue creative things. Hopefully that that we can, as moms, kind of carve that out for ourselves in our family dynamic. And, you know, sometimes I have to, like, forcefully insist that this is my time. And I give all my time to you children, but this right here is my time. So I'm going to take it, and you can go play or read for like 30 minutes and the, if the house is on fire or if somebody's bleeding or if there's broken bones or if no one can breathe then come get me otherwise y'all go hang out and I'm gonna do this for 30 minutes and you're gonna be all right I promise anyway okay on to the podcasts so there's just three short I'm just gonna do three for the kids right now so um the first one is circle round which is stories from around the world told there's often a cast reading they talk about like um where the story came from sort of its origin and and then it's read the story is told and they're very short like 20 20 minutes 15 20 minutes and so it's just a really cool um i don't know i really enjoy this 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 little it's called circle round stories from around the world the next one is my kid's absolute, absolute favorite called This Podcast Has Fleas. There's only like eight episodes, I think. Um, but it's basically a dog and a cat who both have podcasts and <laughs> their interactions with each other. They live in the same family and they have competing podcasts. And um, just to tell you, my, my kids quote and sing this podcast at me all the time now. And so uh, there's a character named, that's a fish named Mr. Glub, as voiced by the fabulous Alec Baldwin. Um, but it's just, it's, it's a hoot. Um, as I say where I grew up, it's a hoot. It's a hoot, y'all. Um, the kids ask for it, even though we've listened to each episode since there's only eight, probably three or four times now. now I'm a little bored, but the first time through it was really funny. Um, and the last thing we're doing is this one called Peace Out. It's kid meditation. So 
Uh, it's a way of sort of engaging their body through story to do meditative practice. Uh, and we use it as like a calm down time at night. So that's the kid podcasts. And I told you guys it would be short, but I'm super chatty. I've missed you all. So I got a lot to say, apparently. Anyway, so the, la- the last things I'm going to talk about podcast podcasts that I'm really loving right now. The first one is Dear Sugars, and it's sort of like a um, agony aunt or like writing in with your troubles. But it, and there's also guests sometimes, so that's I'm just sort of diving into that one. But that's really interesting. Um, I also kind of make a habit of listening to interviews done by Rob Bell, and he does a podcast called The Robcast. See, I told you, Heretics Book Club, because uh, Rob Bell and a lot of of circles of my my old faith tradition is a scandalous heretic. He even has a movie about himself called The Heretic, which I find hilarious that he named it that. <laughs> but um yeah, it's I find his interviews just like fascinating and he always brings in people that I'm like, I've never heard of this and this is tremendous. And also there's some so it's very much he, he was a former preacher and and now writes books about that and how his worldview has changed and it's just I find him fascinating or not him specifically as a human but like his work and his interviews and the people that he interacts with anyways um there's the song exploder so they'll take song exploder will take a song which of course my songwriting part of me is like ooh, I'm curious and they sort of blow it out, like how this part got recorded and this part was written and who came in and who played what and who did this and what was the production and what were the instruments and how did this come about and was it all in one go? Did it come to you like in the night or did you like bring bits in? There's a really fascinating one where Rivers Cuomo from the band um, Weezer breaks down how he writes songs, which is just this whole crazy there's spreadsheets involved and and like uh syllables and he collects them all and it's very I'm like what so he the phrase is like he uses them to collect analyze and harvest ideas which I was like I've never even thought of that as a process um but it was it was fascinating to me I was like oh um hmm might you know collect you collect songs that way because I collect like turns of phrase or other things like that, but I, um, yeah, I don't, I have never involved spreadsheets in my songwriting, which is like, what? I mean, there's room for everybody, every, every taste. Okay. So the next one I have been listening to is Come the Roots with Allie Henney. And she, um, is this, is, she's sort of talking about her own personal background and Allie Henney is, um, she's studying to be a pastor, I believe. Um, she's a mom. She's a blogger. She's a well. She blogs in short um, things on Facebook. So she her her main focus is um, sort of put it, shining a light on um, race relations, specifically um, white privilege and things like that. Which I I'm all, this is all new to me. So I'm sort of learning, but I'm fascinated by her point of view because obviously from my sort of, you know, white Nashville middle class point of view, there are things in the world that I've never experienced. And um, it's, I'm, I'm super curious and super interested and want to learn more about other people's lived experience and how they are coming in the world, coming out in the world and 
and how they interact and how they, they see things. And listening to her and talking to her, she's in St. Louis, and we've actually had a really good conversation um, via Skype, and I hope to have her as a guest leader. But it's just I find her whole story and perspective um, fascinating and so intelligent and so well done. And um, you should check her out, Allie Henny, A-L-L-Y, H-E-N-N-Y. She's on Facebook, and her podcast is called Combing the Roots. Um, and so the last one I want to talk about is the Rabbit Room podcast, which it, I can't even boil it down into, like, what's this about? Because there's so many facets. Um, so I'm just going to read a little snip from there about the Rabbit Room. So I'm going to read the snippet from the rabbitroom.com their website like about us so the rabbit room was conceived as an experiment in creative community after author slash singer slash songwriter andrew peterson's first visit to the oxford home of c.s lewis he returned to nashville with a renewed conviction that community nourishes good and lasting work so the rabbit room is a product of that where um the rabbit room i'm just me not them talking the rabbit room is a product of that where it became sort of this online collective and then there's an online bookstore and music store and blog and there's coffee shops and a, and a like a brick and mortar bookstore and it's in Nashville and um, a lot of the people that I've sort of known as singers and songwriters and artists and authors have kind of filtered through the rabbit room um, and we'll hopefully have some of those people on as guests soon uh, and I just find like the way they sort of address like all different topics and um things around creativity and specifically about the, um, our, my specific faith tradition is, uh, Christianity. And so there's a lot of that sort of interwoven with that. Anyway. Okay. That was a lot. Okay. So that's all the podcasts and it's only been 30 minutes. So not my usual hour. So I guess, I guess it is still short. Um, but this fall, I know it's not fall, it's not fall, but in my mind, school starts in the fall. So I always say fall. In my mind, in this fall, uh, I'm I'm so excited, but we're going to have, like, a ton of new guests, um, singers and writers and authors and poets and um, artists who are making beautiful art and um, people who are just like you and me, um, who are moms, who are passionate about stuff, and not even necessarily, like, creating I don't want to just limit it to people who are like, what are you doing that's really cool? Because all of us are doing something really cool. We are engaged in this process of growing souls. And so even if that looks like today, I cleaned up vomit and now I smell like cheese because I'm breastfeeding, but I engaged with this little human and talked to them and looked in their eyes and taught them something. And so, yeah, I'm not, I don't want to limit to like, these are only the moms who are only moms can come on who are doing something with themselves because <laughs> that we all are, we all are doing something with ourselves, whether that's like today I drove carpool and, uh, made a healthy dinner. Hooray. And no one died. Yay. I mean, often that was my, I don't know, goal for the day. Like I didn't cry. Other people might have cried, but I did not join in. <laughs> I made meals. We I pulled us back from the brink of chaos in terms of uh, making my house look like a poltergeist didn't rip through. I don't know. Everything askew and crazy and chaos. And some days we just... But, I mean, some days we there was a poltergeist who was just my three kids 
trash in the house. Anyway, so all that to say, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't want to limit the guests who come on here to just people who are, like, um, doing this outward show of something really cool, like I'm an artist or I'm a singer or I'm doing this other thing, because all of us as parents, as moms, we are really doing all these really cool things every day. And sometimes it's just small. Um, I want to have this friend of mine come on, and um, she had this phrase called, whatever happened to just being mediocre like I just want my kids to have like a happy successful future and to just maybe be mediocre like not everybody has to be like a shooting star of a human being and truthfully those burn up real fast so I like it's okay to just be doing life regular life so anyway I could ramble on and on about that um but I just want to record this one and say we're back in the swing of things. So starting on Mondays again, which why did I pick Mondays? It's like the worst day. I'm like, okay, we've had a crazy weekend and podcast. Hooray! Um, but Mondays are sort of like a fresh, clean, like, okay, <sighs> Monday. I can start again. Um, so Mondays for me are symbolic in a way, <laughs> I guess. Uh so Mondays, we will be back at it, and I am going to probably take off a little bit of time in December um, and not do podcasts over Christmas break, um, and then we're going to do them all the way through the spring. This is my goal. I'm setting an intention, like my yoga teacher would say. I'm setting an intention to do um, podcasts all the way through um, the end of May of 2020 and then I'm going to take a longer break in the summer and really focus on um, being with my kids and not stressing out about getting them to all be quiet so I can record. <sighs> so that's a lot of podcasts in between now and then and I recognize that but I'm up for the challenge and I hope you will join me in this journey and I hope you will be, um, I don't know, I'm excited about it. <laughs> in my own little nerdy and geeking out about all the cool things way. Um, and I hope you will join me. And so, uh, just as a teaser, um, I have my first anonymous guest next week. And um, her name is Mary. And not any Mary that you've ever heard from on this podcast before, but um, she's specifically talking about, just a little teaser, she's talking about... Um, her child who is transitioning from male gender to female gender and her child is an adult in their 20s and so uh, we really dive into that and talk about it and I think you're gonna enjoy hearing her heart as a mom and the way that she advocates for her child anyway so that's next week so you'll have to tune in and it'll not be just me rambling on and on so, although, you know, it's fun. Some people like it. Whatever. So, that's it for today. Thank you for listening. And um, I'm going to do, I'm going to have some stuff up on, on social media. So, Instagram, Twitter. Um, if you just search for ICU Mama Podcast, you will find Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Um, you can always email me um, at ICUMamaPodcast at gmail.com. 
and wherever you can find this you can find this podcast wherever fine podcasts are downloaded Spotify Google Play iTunes um, and you know what would really be helpful to help other moms find this podcast is to give it a rating um, so go in and give it however many stars you think I should have I think I think I get at least you know a couple of stars right it's free fun uh, so give it some stars and leave a comment and um, just help other moms like you find this podcast all over the world and we'll be back at it and until then I'll see you and I see you doing all the really cool things that you do just in your day-to-day life it's awesome it's it's really awe-inspiring to watch other people parent like man you got it girl you got it so I see you, and I see the good things you're doing, and I hope you have a fabulous week. And if you're in here in Nashville and all the kids have gone back to school, I hope you get a hot minute to yourself, right? Okay. Bye, my friends.